in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We are in episode 93. I am Josh Roop. With me, my co-captain, as always. Scott Larson. And Scott, I feel a little deja vu today. Yeah. Can we explain <laughs> to the listeners what's going on? Yeah. So so we recorded a little bit yesterday. I had a pretty packed schedule yesterday um, since I worked overnight. And so we had to record in the morning. And, I, and we also, you know, I had to get kids off to school. And we, we so we had about... 30 minutes and then we were having Technical some recording issues. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we, we had grainy pictures of bond and we talked about it, but we, you know, we were like, okay, well we'll just wrap it up. So 24 hours later, we see some gameplay and we see a little more and we're like, you know what? We, it already sounds dated. And yeah. so we're just going to re-record, and that way you get the, uh, the freshy fresh. The very fresh, so fresh and so clean, clean as exactly. Outcast was once said. Yeah. Before we get into it, though, let's talk about flipping, <laughs> flipping the script. Yeah. Also tied to flipping out pinball because yeah. flipping out pinball is one of the sponsors for flipping the script. Nicole and Zach love the kids, and they are donating items to our charity for kids with autism, and we're so excited to have them along. It's been a thrill of a ride. The pinball network has been fantastic, but if you want that new pinball machine, if you want before prices go up, give Zach a call. He posted a list last uh, yesterday, and on that list, a bunch of brand new machines in box. You're going to want to get some of these before they go out. I know that Star Wars is the last run. Led Zeppelin's the last run. Once these are gone, they're gone. Give him a call. Give him and Nicole a call. Uh, give them a message. That's how I do it. I do it through Facebook Messenger. That's the best way for me. Uh, and get some of these games in your home before they go up in price in January. Uh, also, give them your condolences because Zach is going in for back surgery this week. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I've I've only had one or uh, one warranty issue with all the new unbox games I've bought. Which before Zach, I'd never bought new unbox except for a Monster Bash. Yeah. And I will tell you, Zach made it easy. I had to just send a couple of pictures. It was quick. Man, he just he took care of me like it was his own home, and it was amazing. So, and, and the, the issue was all just lickety split. So, yeah, same. And, and now that Greg bones kind of taken that over, um, I was having issues with rush and he pulled his opto out of his rush machine to send it to me. Yep. And so, and I just barely got that. And so I am going to send that back off to, to Greg, um, so they can repurpose that too. Uh, but, um, yeah, all the warranty issues that I've ever had to go through, uh, with Zach, uh, he's taking care of it. So. I, I, I gotta say the warranty issues on these games are astounding because like for how many moving parts and different things that go through manufacturing it i i found very little problem with my sterns stern and chicago gaming company seem to have that mix where they have very few issues yes. and i would say in the same conversation as jersey jack uh, and so I, I am, I have full confidence in buying, uh, from those manufacturers, uh, other ones, it's, it's a little bit more of a startup, a smaller company. You're going to expect a little bit more, uh, variation and, uh, some help from them. But, uh, I, I, I love going through a dealer because it does help out if there are any issues. Yes. I feel like there's more communication there. Speaking of new Stearns, last time we recorded, Bond had kind of leaked, was kind of showing, not showing, mm. grainy photos, and then the queen, then real photos. Yeah, and then yeah. they're like, we can't release it because of the queen, even though nothing yes. else changed. But yeah, okay. Uh, anywho, but we finally have photos and now video, actual official video from Pinball News of UK. Yeah. How do you feel about this now, Scott? Um, Wow. Okay, I got to ask you, did your impression go up or did it go down after after we get official reveal, we get a teaser or an actual full trailer and now the video? Has, has your opinion? Because when we last talked, we yeah, I was kind of down on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I will actually say way up. Okay. Um, I, I still am frustrated over the challenges with the way the reveal happened. Yes. Uh, I'm going to assume the outlier here is the license holder. Yes. Because and there's no incentive for Stern to do it the way they did or to hold off or pull back. There's no incentive. Yeah. But for the licensor to put the brakes on, I mean, what can you do? They're the ones who hold the license. 
Correct. And and we saw this before. We've seen it with the uh, with R two D two pinball topper. I mean, the bottom line is the people who are controlling this license, any license, they have no concept on like they're just used to releasing things whenever they want to release them. Yeah. Like so, so they don't really have this anticipated fan base. That I mean, how many Bond people were really chomping at the bit to see a Bond pinball machine? Not many that yeah. I know. Okay, of. but versus how many pinball enthusiasts were chomping at the bit? Not so, very many. <laughs> well, uh, maybe. Um, but the uh, uh, but I think that just the licensor just getting involved and saying no, we we want to do it on this timeline. Yeah, because because that and I I still stick to the the queen dying and then delaying it. That seems to be a a good cover story. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to fit everything else. Well, and what's funny to me is uh, listening to the Stern Insider podcast. If you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend it. it. Was George Gomez and Mike Vinicor of Stern Pinball? Don't worry, it's not behind a paywall. Just sign up for your free account. You can listen to it. But George did say that this licensor was one of the most protective licensors they've ever worked with. Right. Which and is saying something because they've worked with some pretty protective yeah. licensors. Ooh, yeah. Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And so I like I I actually I I'm I'm trying to give Stern a big break on this just because I don't think that they had any control over how things um, hand uh, how things yeah. happened. And I I, I I, I don't fault them for it. Yes. So my question to you is now that we've seen the the photos and the video, it just kind of dawned on me. One of the reasons we thought that, uh, that they had pushed back the release was the licensor saw the leaked photos, got mad and was like, we're done. You yeah, push it back 10 I days. Doubt, I doubt that. But I half wonder if they set it up at IAPA in England, mm-hmm. the licensor was there, put some time on it. And realize this is bare bones because we've watched the video and the code is pretty you still playable. It but is it's very bare bones. It, it's very bare bones. And so the licensor's like, this isn't even ready to show yet. I and, I don't know if the licensor is I don't think the licensor knows enough about pinball to know if it's a good game or not. True. Uh, it's it's the same thing. Um didn't uh when we talked to Ed about Rush. I mean, he said Rush contacted him and said, hey, we know nothing about pinball. We just want to make sure it's a good game. So can you help us out? Yeah. I mean, and Robert Plant had no clue. Like, why is there even like someone speaking in the pinball machine? <laughs> why must a pinball machine yeah. talk? Yeah. That's what Steve Ritchie said. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, I don't, uh, I, I'm, I think they just are oblivious and they just don't care. They have their own timeline. Maybe. So, so let's go over the photos really quick. What do okay. you think of the artwork? Because that was the original impression. It looked, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna put nicely. It, it looked like a turd. I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay, I, the challenge though. Go, go ahead. I, I want, I want you to give your take, and then I'll give you my take. Okay. So originally, I, I was not a fan of any of this. After listening to Insider and realizing that a lot of the artwork is from posters from the '60s that were yellowing that they had to scan in and then an artist had to make it cohesively go together. Doesn't make the artwork any better, but it has a better appreciation for how it got put together. Looking at the artwork, I don't mind the play field as much. It's still the cabinet artwork that throws me off. I'm not a huge fan of the trans lights. I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the cabinet. Uh, I get that the never die twice or always die twice or whatever has bond. You only not live twice. You only live twice has him not even piloting the car or the, the airplane. Whatever that was part of the the sixty shtick, right? Right, uh, and that, that that was him smoking a cigarette as he jumped out of a, like a fake alligator suit with a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and that right side of the cabinet's what kills me. These movie posters, I don't fully understand why we're trying to make this look like the inside of a a, a rundown movie theater. Um, other than that, though, I do enjoy the art for the way they were t- able to make it cohesive on the play field, uh, but it still does remind me of. 2000s stern photoshop where when we're talking about like austin powers or tron or but those games like tron and and uh well i'm going to use tron as my main example that game transcends the artwork so a lot of people who would prefer more different artwork are still fine with the photoshoppiness of it so that's my take is if the game makes up for the the artwork i probably even though i'm gonna go you're you're rough to look at 
I still would be happy to play the game. Okay. So what are your thoughts? The art is period appropriate. Yes. And, and that is a direct reflection on what the licensor wanted. Because I guarantee yeah. if they wanted a new interpretation of Bond poses, and we've seen, we've seen Christopher Franchi do so many of these things. Yeah, he did Goldfinger. And, and, yeah, and, and he it was and amazing. He, it, it looks great. Yes, I, it is a it, it. However, that is obviously not what the licensor wanted in this. Yeah, they wanted to go with the very retro feel, and which is why we have the retro feel. Yep. And so they they went with that, and I I actually don't think it's that lazy. I think it actually looks. Fine. I the uh, the left side with Doctor No. Okay, just the picture. But on uh, you only live twice. I, I think it looks kind of cool. And the uh, Thunderball. People were talking about Thunderball. Actually, it, okay, it kind of reminds me of, of Fathom. But still, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I, I love the color. I dig the color scheme. Um, and so I the only thing I can possibly say is this is that that wasn't Stern's direction like they had to do what the the licensor wanted and i actually find this fine it feels like a 1960s feel um the beatles has a very similar vibe and it's kind of that 60s vibe but franchi did such a great job on he did okay but it's the yeah it's this is what we need to remember is that the licensor is king they they have direct directorial control over all this stuff yeah um, and so like, I don't mind the artwork. I, at least it's not grainy. It's not like Lord of the yeah. Rings where you can barely see Frodo's face. Cause he's so pixelated. Yeah. Well, the artist they brought in did fantastic. He was able yeah. to, to make it cohesive and it all looks updated. Yeah. It, it, I'm not it looks saying like it looks a new version. It still, it, it still has that. The play field still has a little bit of that lunchbox feel. Yeah. Or if you were to buy a. Uh, you know, a, a Bond T-shirt in Walmart or Hot Topic. Exactly. It, it feels like that type of stuff. Um, and so that is, that's what you're going to get. Um, now they, uh, so Zach and Dennis talked about this. Where is Goldfinger? He's on the play field. He's one okay. of the villains. Yes, but that you is mean like. theme wise? Theme yeah, wise? That's the, that's an iconic, like, seriously, you only live twice i mean it's fine but thunderbolt okay but like we went through um the six movies on the play field yeah and you have diamonds are forever you only live twice thunderball goldfinger from russia with love and dr no um so why did they choose those three and again i can only think of why didn't the licensor go with goldfinger I would argue that Goldfinger is the most recognizable Sean Connery movie of sure. the Bond series, if not the most recognizable of all the Bond movies. It's pretty much what Dr. Evil from Austin Powers was based on. Yeah. I mean, Blowfield mixed with Dr. No. Yeah. 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 So it's um, okay. So are we going to see a Catwoman edition? Are we going to see a Lucy edition? Are we going to see a premium variant art package? And it wouldn't shock me. It would, it's up their alley in my, that's where I think I'm going with this because the licensor has shown a willingness to deviate from standard protocol. Yeah. And standard protocol is, uh, you only release one version of the game yep. and that's the option. And you have three, three tiers, you know, you have pro premium LE. Well, we do okay. have that fourth tier, but we'll, we'll get into that here. Right. But we're going to get into that fourth tier, but it's like, they're willing to roll the dice and saying, Hey, we want to do something more with bond. Yeah. So I, I, the art, I actually think looks fine. Uh, and I think it it will be a non-factor in the future. I agree. I think Lonnie Rop has proven, even though his code out the gate is usually not fully fleshed out. Yeah. By the end of the cycle, it is a very desirable game. Look mm-hmm. at Guardians of the Galaxy. Look at Stranger Things. Don't sleep on this game. Yeah. I think you watch the video 
And the flow on this is great. Watching the shots that the person's making in the yeah. video, really good. I still do believe that left side is is not used to its fullest potential, but there's still some cool shots. That orbit that goes into right. a ramp, yeah. uh, the, the missile shot, the drop targets that kind of hide that missile, and then that up-the-middle spinner, not spinner, sorry, the up-the-middle that comes back around to the top flipper. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that up-kicker, though, uh, with the, the sight window. I just, I, I don't get it. I, yeah. I don't. That whole, it's on Stranger Things as well. Yeah. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, so th- it felt like the gameplay when I watched was, this was like if Deadpool and Monster Bash got married and had a baby. Yeah, good point. I like that. It feels it, there's a lot of Deadpool elements in this, which is why yes. I'm thinking, well, I mean, there's there's that vibe. It, Deadpool felt very Spartan when it first came out. Yeah. And if you look at that leaked photo of the uh, of the Whitewood and it's pretty much that and you look at the Whitewood and you're like, and this thing looks like nothing. Yeah. And however, it's a fun game. I love playing. I was actually playing it yesterday. So it's a fun game. So that is, um, I, I think it's, it's doable. Um, the, now it, is it, uh, are there two pop bumpers, three pop bumpers? Like I, I can't tell from this. I think there's three pop bumpers. It's a you, nest up on the top, right? Okay. So you think, so there's one that may be hidden underneath that, uh, that, that katana shot. So I, I'm willing to give it that now this is early code and you're probably going to cringe a little bit. This gave me the early code, um, asset integration made me feel a little bit like monsters. When it first came out, how grandpa was always going over to the book and you were just trying to flip out of that as fast as you could. Cause it was just such yeah. a time sink. So I'm, I'm hoping there's a lot more call-outs integrated if unless they get some more music in there and that bond theme just loops you're gonna get tired of it yeah and i think same with the spinner sound every time they hit i didn't notice it at first but as it went on you're hitting that spinner a lot because mm-hmm. that that shot's part of a lock it's part of a multi-ball and i was like man that just does not sound fun it almost reminds me of a in Wayne's world, when they go back in time, they go, that's what the spinner reminds me of is, yeah. is Garth and Wayne. So obviously there's going to be more assets to come. Even at the beginning of the video, it says this is not a final product. Right. There's still more assets to come. Yeah. I think, I think this is still gonna be a great game overall. I just think it's going to be one of those ones that has to gain, gain traction over time. Yeah. I think the initial sales hype is gone. I don't know much of it coming back either because we're still at a trickle pace of this stuff coming out um i'm nervous that we're probably another three months away from a cornerstone release yeah and if these bond pros aren't shipping out till april then it's going to run up against its own competition i just overall i'm i'm excited for the bond fans i just think it's too early to to uh give a full evaluation of this game. I hope these are at Chicago, but again, I just, is it a good idea to have it there with this early code? They were only playing on one ball. Yeah. They went from one ball right into grand champion. Yeah. So people, I think people get a feel of the shots, but overall that I just don't think they're going to be happy with the end result. If they're playing this early stuff, they're going to, they're going to have a negative taste in their mouth until six months down the road when these finally start getting into arcades. Um, when they start showing up in people, friends' homes, I don't know. Overall, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. And I was, okay. You and I had a similar vibe 24 hours ago when we talked about, um, maybe the sales have suffered. Okay. Yeah. I reached out a little bit today cause I was curious about that to say, Hey, is this like, is there a buzz for this? Like from the dealer side? Yeah. And Apparently there is, um, this, this seems a little bit of a disconnect because there's a lot of people that I know who buy almost every game. And I don't, I know one person, um, who is probably interested in getting it down the road. Okay. Um, I'm kind of interested in it, but I 
I probably need to sell, uh, you know, Zeppelin or, or something to, to make that happen because yeah. I'm, I'm overstocked right now. So what do you do with that? Is it going to be a, well, it, am I just not enough friends with different demographics? But I, I think this will actually sell well and better than I think. Well, and I feel like there's so many conflicting reports. Yeah. We listened to Pinball Show, and Pinball Show says, bonds selling well. Yeah. The premiums are selling two to one, if not three to one. Yeah. And there's just a high demand for this game. Yeah, I talked to another distributor that says, sales have went off a cliff. Yeah. Barely any premium sales. Most that are coming are pros, and they're selling more Godzillas than they are bond at this point. Yeah, and I actually talked to another guy that I know and I, I said, how's the interest for Bond? And he said, not as much as he expected. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this is just a, an anomaly because I, I really think that it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a Deadpool-like situation where this is going to be a fantastic game. This will be a big seller. This will be a tournament darling. And it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Maybe they may suffer a little bit in initial sales, um, but it's going to do fine. It really is. It's going to do fine. We're going to see a slow burn effect with this one. I think regardless, I don't know much other than that. Let's talk fourth here. Let's talk the L one. Okay. Uh, Gomez did reveal on the Sturd Insider podcast that there is a fourth tier coming. Uh, it is limited to 500 editions, mm-hmm. and it's going to be very retro 60s. It's going to be a single level, so no ramps, but it's got a ton of stuff packed into it. It's got like an odd job hat, similar to the Tesseract on Avengers that does the spinny disc. It's got 10 drop targets. It's got uh, a shot that Gomez has never seen before. It's got mechanical reels in the back box that they got. Uh, a gentleman from Williams that used to do that as his main job, mm-hmm. he's come in to do that as well. They've put a mini LCD, what you see on the home editions. That's, I don't know if it's in the play field. That's what the way that they made it sound, or if it's going to be on the play field similar it, to hey, Star it Wars. It better not be the home version. It better be a nice version. I mean, the home version is the cheap version. But this is a smaller one that's going to be on the play field. Yeah. Similar to Star Wars is, is my thoughts, right above the right. drop targets. Yeah. I Just overall, it sounds like this game's pretty packed. And we don't know anything by the about this besides what leaked from the official bond store. Yeah. And even then a lot of what Gomez was saying wasn't reflected in the picture that we saw. So I assume it's a placeholder Mm -hmm. and we don't know, we don't know anything else outside of this. So I, I speculated last time I was like, there's no way, why would they compete against themselves? So I, I am wrong on this. I mean, it's, yeah, it, they, they are doing it. However, they're competing in a different way yeah. because this is basically an ultra SLE. And it, this has to be a test case to say can, it, it, there's so much research and development that goes into producing any game that they have to make their money back. And usually I I'm, you know, I'm guessing, okay, their, their low run is not 500 and their low run is in the thousands. So a great run is 10,000 or something. So what price per game would they have to make to decide that that's worth it for them? Because if you're taking L1 out of rotation to do this, this side gig, is that going to, you know, how much money does that cost? And is it worth, is, is it worth the return on investment? But they are definitely taking the, okay, we have the standard cornerstone that's going to be the go-to. Now we're going to try this ultra exclusive, like we're talking, uh, we're not even talking whale market. We're talking the dinosaur market. Like the, yeah. the, the people who have so much money that they will be able to drop 20, 30,000 on a game and not think about it. I I don't like that idea, especially with an Elwin where everyone loves Elwin. It makes me nervous. These are going to go into collections and a lot of people aren't going to see them outside of what's streamed or even get to play them. Overall, though, I think that it's a smart move. I feel like Stern is starting to 
make some interesting plays. They're trying to play the whole market with only 100% or 100% with only a $100 increase on the pro. It still makes it affordable for locations. It doesn't take it off that location. It's not anyone's favorite that it went up, but it's a lot more desirable than the $700 of the premium. Yeah, the $700 that's... of the premium now makes the the gap wider yeah. from pro to premium almost by $3,000. That's a pretty substantial chunk. That's a and big chunk. Yeah. A, a lot of people are going to start even looking at it. And I look at bond and I'm like, if I want one of these in my home, I'm going pro. I don't want the bond on a wand. I don't care for the wrap your missile lock. And with the under the water scene, I don't care because it doesn't have anything to do with the gameplay itself. So $3,000 is not justified from the premium to the pro. And then you've got the LEs, and I've been out of the LE for at least three years at this point, but the LE's $13,000 now. That's a lot. And and with Rush, I bought the LE and it was, yeah, it was 12500 600 700 something like that. But I was like, well, it has the expression like kits, which was like an add on for for some other things. And so I'm like, well, that costs money. I'd rather have those. And so I I figured that that was just part of it. Yeah. But this has, you know, a creature from the Black Laguna on the upper left play field again, waving at you with the light. My, my personal opinion, it makes me nervous. And I'll explain why. With a $100 increase on a pro, I don't even know if that is enough to cover the inflation that we've seen this past year yeah, there has been not, a lot of inflation it's not it's not we're, we're at nine percent we have been for a while yes and it just feels like we're at a bubble not just in pinball but we're in our economy mm-hmm. so i feel like some of that cost that which should go to the pro has been added to the premium and the le to help relieve and help get these pros out there because that's really your promotional material yeah. is yeah. getting these out on location yeah. the problem is though if le buyers start start dropping out if Bond is not as successful as Stern thinks it might be, then this cost is going to start weighing down on their company. And so do you do you, we see another price increase next year on the pro by $500 because we're trying to meet demand? I, it's hard to predict the future, especially with inflation. But it, it makes me curious because we're trying to play the, the market by every side. Mm-hmm. And like you said, taking L1, not even necessarily out of rotation, but is it team L1? I would assume so. Yeah. You've got to have L1. You've got to have Rick Nagel. You've got to have your uh you've got to have Harrison Drake. These are all people that work almost solely exclusively to L1 games because they're such a great team together. So you've taken a full team out of rotation to make a one-off. So is that why we moved Venom back? Is to give L1 more time for his next cornerstone? And if that's the case, we're not gonna see another L1 for at least a year. Yeah. There's so many unknown factors, but going back to the whole price increase, a lot of people are tapping out. Uh, I know people, this is their dream theme, and they just can't justify it. And they're like, if we do do this, it's going to be a pro. Um, I know three people right now. One wants a pro, but they're going to wait till Expo to see if they can play it there. One's teetering on a premium, and one person is talking about the LE, the L1 LE, not the Gomez. So it's kind of a weird market right now. And without with all these unknowns still out there, I just I don't see Bond picking up speed anytime soon, especially with the price increase. Yeah the the price is an, is an interesting thing though. However, let me play devil's advocate here. Go for it. We've seen this in concerts where you sell a ticket for a certain price, and then if they if people buy those tickets and then they're able to resell them at twice to three times what they, they bought it for initially, then that money goes to the scalpers. Okay. And so what they have started doing is Taylor Swift. Um, and this, this was attributed to her, but started raising prices like pretty precipitously until she wasn't, I mean, she was still selling almost everything out, but not everything. There were still a few seats available. And that way it was like, okay, well, that's the market. Because that means we're collecting all the money from the ticket sales. We are not sending it to the uh, to the scalpers. And so maybe Stern's having that same philosophy where hey, we're going to keep raising it until we find that inflection point. I think JJP found it 
with uh, Toy Story. Oh, I yeah, think they that, blew through that ceiling. Yeah, I think that was a bridge yeah. too far for that uh, because uh, Toy Story. I told you, you know, eight thousand dollars. I I would have bought it. Twelve thousand, no. Um, but you know, now we're getting premiums around ninety five hundred. That's probably what the market demands. Well, and I I agree with you. I would rather see Stern and its distributors make the money than scalpers and flippers make the money. If we want to see this hobby grow, if we want to see this not even hobby, this industry and this community to grow, the money needs to go towards the people making the machines, right. not necessarily the people that are buying them. Yeah, and so like if you I if I bought a car for $50,000 and immediately could turn around and sell it for $70,000, then guess what? The dealer should sell it for seventy thousand dollars, and that's yeah. that. That is, I'm so that that's the capitalist economy, kids. So, do we feel like we've covered enough of Bond? I mean, we're we're thirty minutes on this now. I think it's uh, okay. This will be a hit. It, it, I, I I am stating it right now. This is going to be a hit. Uh, I I'm waiting for the momentum to pick up. But yeah. there's nothing coming out until January or February anyway. And yeah. th- this will be a good game. Like it it does the layout looks really good. Yep. It does. And I actually I'm fine with the art. I, I really am fine with the art. Um the sound package and and the code, yeah, it it needs some work. But we've seen what they've been able to do with uh with code and sound packages with time. I mean, Batman 66 landed like a lead balloon, yeah. but now it's, uh, it's some people's favorite game. And they're still making them at Stern because there's still a demand for them. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think we've kind of hit all the bases on this bond thing. I just, I think I'm right there with you, uh, with some future side on this because of previous games. I think it still will be a hit. It's just going to need to get some more traction under it. This, this launch did not help it at all. I could be entirely wrong. I think the launch hurt the initial buzz and you may have missed some people. Um, I mentioned this before is that the people who buy everything, you don't have to worry about the people who are location only. You really don't have to worry about it's those swing voters in the middle. It's, you know, it's like politics, right? Most of the time they don't even focus on their main, their main base. What they're doing is they're trying to win over the undecided, the independence that sometimes they buy, sometimes they don't. And that's yeah. where Stern is playing that that game to figure out. So let's move on from Bond. Let's talk about a game I feel like that's gotten even less hype, and it felt like it got a better reveal. Maybe not a better reveal. But this is Spinal Tap, a cult classic from the 80s, <sighs> making fun of the rock culture of that time. <laughs> Have you seen this video, Scott? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, it hurts my heart a little bit just because I try, we really do try to be at least looking at the positive side of things. Yes. Uh, I don't see anybody buying this unless they are a hardcore fan of Spinal Tap and they've never played another pinball machine. Well, that's what's funny is like Teolis, everyone knows Teolis from Pinball Profile and Final Round. Yeah. Die hard Spinal Tap fan number one theme of all time i'm pretty for sure for him and he's out he just he doesn't want anything to do with this and someone had pointed out to us if you look at the drop targets in the video they're just a little high enough that the cutoff line at the bottom yeah shows and it says home pin underneath the drop targets and that's that's quite weird another quite weird thing of this there's a dmd and there's an lcd like, why yeah. do we have both forms of display? Do you not know how to code for a D, for an LCD? Like, do you not know how to overlay stuff on top of the video? Yeah. Is it just too much work? I usually have the movie just playing in the background, and if you if you complete the movie, you get a bonus on top of that and just starts from the front. This, this, this game is so weird. The thing that tanks this, in my opinion, the price. Have you heard the price on this, Scott? Uh, I actually don't know the price. I was looking it up right now. $9,600 US. Whew. And I'm not hey. for sure if that includes shipping. In in Australian dollars, remember, they, they take yeah, what's it's, it's fake money anyway. It's like $14,500. Yeah. 
And I, I was just like, when I see that, I'm like, no, I'm entirely uh, out. But yeah. $9,600. Would you prefer Bond this, Premium yeah. or Spinal Tap? I'd take Bond Premium any day. The yeah. Spinal Tap, it looks like a really high-end home pin. Or a Zizzle, maybe? Yeah. I, it's Okay, this looks like... You know, you go to the enthusiast section at the expo and they have, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like they have yeah. someone who's like, they're, they're hardcore fans of this and they're yeah. looking at like, hey, this will be a lot of fun. But it's like, well, okay, maybe. But I, I think that this looks like a home version. Yeah, it does I, not look it, great at all. The the layout looks like it's trapped in the 60s. It doesn't even look like it's in the 70s. Yeah. It 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 well, okay, maybe, sorry. It has that vibe on the lower play field of like you know those old those really old EM type games and you look at the upper play field and it kind of looks a little bit like when when I say upper by the way, I'm talking the upper half of the play field, not the not yeah. upper lower. It reminds me a little bit of like Flash Gordon. Yeah. It just has like a two tiered thing where it's like, what was this doing? Well, and I do have to applaud Home Pit on one thing. Yeah. Thunderbirds had plastic ramps, and I swear they were made out of water bottles because they were so flimsy. They probably were, yeah. At least they upgraded on this one at metal ramps. Yeah. So you're paying for it. Amen to that. What was Thunderbirds coming out of the gate? It had to have been five, right? I, I don't it was remember. pretty low i it was i don't know of anybody in the pinball community who's actually played it um mm, yeah. it just it it just looks painful so does this one do you think that this tanks home pin not tanks them but it takes them out of the manufacturing and development and just focuses solely because home pin originally just makes parts for your pinball machine i bought one for future spa because i was missing a, a transformer with the circuit board and the parts great popped it in i haven't had a single issue yeah. with it so i know their parts are good it, this seems to be a a side project where they're testing the market to see hey pinball's hot right now let's see if we can get a license uh, a hot uh, a license that we think will sell and then maybe we can make something but um not sure it worked with jetsons and not you know it not didn't work with dominoes even though that was a a special game i mean these are like small one-off type games where the theme may be okay but the average pinball player who's interested is going to look at this and says this is 30 years ago yeah i agree it, it doesn't even it, it and you're not going to I, okay the the benchmark right now is a godzilla premium and that's the gold standard. I wouldn't say that's a benchmark. That's yeah. the gold standard. Yeah, that's the gold standard. So if you have 9500 in your pocket and you're buying one game, what are you going to buy? It's going to be Godzilla all day if you don't own it. But I don't even know if they really want to be a big player in the market. I and mean, they really haven't done much with the pinball community anyway. Yeah. So it, th- this seems to be not geared toward us. Uh, overall, I just... I don't see a market for this. I mean, that's just me. I mean, it's because of who's making it. Yeah. These, it's just, it's kind of out of left field for me. A little bit. Let's talk though. Pinball industry awards are coming up. I assume Uh, they've done great every year. I love my crystal. So speaking of pinball industry awards, there's always a game of the year through the industry awards. Yeah. (laughs) Looking at 2022, it's been kind of a rough year for pinball. Yeah. Three pins. Yeah, what what what's even in the running at this point? Is it Rush, Toy Story, Rush, Bond? Okay, you Anything don't think else? Spinal Taps, Weird Al? Uh, the problem with Weird Al is that there's not enough of them out there. This was my argument when when JJ Pirates of the Car- Caribbean went up against Iron Maiden. Yeah, is and I made this argument like I'm going to give you points for getting games into players hands. And so Iron Maiden did that way more than Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And Pirates of the Caribbean was a a more expensive game. And really, the, the price difference wasn't that much back then, but the the demand for that was so much more. So 
Um, I Toy Story. Uh, it I it's a solid game. Price really hurt it, and so that that hampered their sales. It's not a deep game, and that if you are a an elite player, you will destroy it. Yep. Um, so I'd probably have a lot of fun on it, dude. You you put your so steep and weirdly. I, I know, just... I know. I, I need. I actually did lower some of them a little bit. Um, but okay, so it's going to be between Rush and Bond. Yep. And I think it's going to be Rush because the code has been proven to be excellent, yeah. and the layout is solid. Even though, for the love, will people stop putting double in lanes in on one side. I hate it so, so much. Boy, Lawler, man, that's their signature. I am the king of bouncing it off that middle post and it going right to the out lane. Drives me crazy. It's a solid game. It's a tournament darling. It, the rule set is, is fantastic. Um, long-term would I think that it's going to be bond or rush. I think that uh, Bond is going to catch Rush and maybe pass it because the, of the theme. I think the the theme is more relevant to more people than Rush is. Uh, so your hardcore competitive players are still going to love Rush. Yeah. But the casual players will gravitate toward Bond. I think by time voting comes around mm-hmm. i don't know if bond will be fleshed out enough for right a good so, so that, that's why i think rush because rush came out in january and so it's had a whole year yeah and it was it was it's a solid game it's a solid game the only other game that might release this year is galactic tank force which keeps getting production delays and pushed back we saw a little bit of the artwork from the coin taker tailgate party. Mm-hmm. It looks very future re- retro futuristic, which sounds like an oxymoron, mm-hmm. but I'm hearing good things about this game. I'm hearing the play fields very unique and it's kind of a polarizing layout, but overall I think people are going to be excited to see this game and it might be Americans best so far. Right. And I've actually, I've been impressed with what American has put out there. Yeah. And they really have, it, it is a different, it's a different feel than a Stern or a JJP. However, Hot Wheels was fun. Yeah. It's a fun game. Um, Oktoberfest is a little bit clunky. Uh, Houdini is just too brutal for me. Ooh, yes. Um, but, you know, Legends of Valhalla, I had a blast on. I thought it was a lot yeah, of fun. Great game. It's yeah. a great game. And so... They're able to they're they're able to make a solid game. If you if you have four machines, I still don't know if it breaks into that spot of your fourth game. But if you had ten machines, yeah, you could definitely put one or two home. Or, uh, sorry, you could definitely put one or two of American Pinball in there, and you would be yeah. happy. Uh, so I think overall this year, Rush wins it. I think it's uh, Rush. Yeah. Even if Galactic, Galactic Tank Force does come out, yeah. I don't see them actually producing games till 2023, which means it'd be out of the running. It would then fall into the 2023 category. Yeah. I think, I think art will probably, Bond is going to look better in person. It will. Then Rush? I, I think it, then the pictures. And so when you're looking oh, gotcha. straight straight into it. Um, I was going to say, Michael Bernard did a great job. And really, the only complaint of Rush is those three caricatures the of the band. Yeah, but, so what? But that's what the band wanted. Right. They're like, there's comic books of us out there. Yeah. And and it's like, oh, I, I yeah. guess if that's what you want, front and center. I, he did, your he game. did a fantastic job. Um, if you're looking for that classic movie feel, then you're going to go with the Bond. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. Speaking of Michael Bernard and doing some awesome artwork, he did the artwork for Flipping the Script. And I would like to talk about that for a couple minutes since we're we're almost two weeks away from this event, from Pinball Expo and from Flipping the Script. It's insane. Yeah, it's it really has come up on us. Um, I am going to give a big um, standing ovation to Josh for really starting this and being able to get all the people together 
for this and and the manufacturers who have chipped in some really great things. Uh, I'm excited for this, and I love how transparent this is, has has been from a fundraising standpoint in that it, the funds will be uh, – this is a big deal for um, – for me, because my wife is an accountant and she actually helps with the accounting for our like charity uh, surgical thing. And there are things that she says, the, if you do it this way, it's, it, it, it can be exploited. If you do it this way, it's straightforward. Yep. And so the way that uh, Josh has chosen to set it up, it's very straightforward and the money will go to um, go to learning solutions. Well, and that's even from the beginning, I just was like, I don't want to touch the money. I don't even want to see the money. Yeah. We have set it up in a way that it will go directly to learning solutions. Whether you give them cash at the event, Justin Benson is going to be there joining us from learning solutions. He will be there to receive the money. And then also we've set up an auction site, which we're going to reveal this week. Yeah. Uh, to answer some questions, we've had some people reach out. They say, if we don't have Facebook, can we still bid? Yes, you do not need Facebook. Originally, we were going to do a silent auction type of style and have some items available online with some items available in person. With some of the concerns that have been raised recently, we've decided to go all online. These items will still be available at Expo. You can still pick them up and everything there, but it also brings it to a wider audience. If some of these items aren't going to have shipping available on them, unless if you pay for them. And there's right. some pretty amazing items. We have the black and white play field from Attack from Mars that we have posted on the Facebook page and the socials. Uh, we have confirmation from Jersey Jack Pinball. Slash was nice enough to sign some some product. And he's handing that over. I've heard, uh, I think, a play field, a trans light, and a banner, if I remember correctly. Uh, we, we have some really amazing auction items. Stern... Well, and Franchi stepped up too. Franchi gave us the uh, some Jaws stuff. Yes, and we'll post that this week as well. Yeah. You'll be able to see all these items as of this week. We're we're posting it early so you can create that mm -hmm. account and get prepared so you can auction or you can be a part of the auction that day. Oh, and also we'll, Pin Shades, remember? Uh, he reached out to us. He's like, hey, can I give you some product? And we're like, absolutely. It has astounded me how many people have reached out that want to help because they have been affected directly by autism and it's had me seeing a deeper part of the community that I have not seen before. This is something that really affects most lives. And I am very appreciative of those that have reached out. There has been a little drama this past week. I really don't want to go into it. My focus right now is on these children. It is on this money going to an organization, learning solutions that is going to take that money and help directly those kids that have high deductibles that might not have the opportunity to get this one-on-one -on -one therapy that they need, whether it be occupational, ABA, speech. It's amazing. It's life-changing. And I personally say that this is an organization is one of a kind. It's, it's a startup in Utah that's it's never been done before because all the therapies are in under, under one roof and they all work together. And as far as I'm aware, there's not like anything like that. You have to go to separate it's buildings. Hard. Yeah, it's usually yeah. pretty hard. And so this is very life-changing. We, we have people moving to my hometown, to the basin, for this because it's such a, a game-changer for their child. Please, think about the kids on this one. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it classy. Focus on the, the real uh, cause, which is yes. the kids. George Fisher, amazing guy. He donated his own time this past week. He's going to be donating his time. He's going to be doing all the stream. Mm -hmm. uh, this past week, he came out. He toured the facilities. He talked to the teachers. He talked to the administrators. And he got like two, three hours worth of footage. And he says he's, gonna, he's like, I don't know how we're going to boil this down to like 10 minutes. Because it's going to be a promotional video that we're going to be using in the stream. So you can get to know Learning Solutions. You can be more personal so you don't feel like it's just a phantom organization you're throwing money at. These people are amazing people making differences, major differences in, in these children's lives. And I can't think of anything better than to help progress our future by helping these kids right now. Yeah. It, so, it'll be awesome. I'm really excited about it. Me too. Auction is October 20th. Mark your schedule. 
Yep. Central time, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. This will give you an opportunity. If you're at Expo, let us know. If you do win the item, we'll, we'll arrange to either get it to you or ship it to your home. If you have There's any questions, message us. I mean, come yes. on. You can always get a hold of us. Don't be afraid to ask questions. We're trying to make mm-hmm. this as available to everyone out there because these are some really, really cool items. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's and, an and, opportunity for the community to enjoy product that they normally wouldn't see. And it's an opportunity for these kids to benefit from that product. Okay. And let's put this in context too. How many people buy a mod for their machine that is a $250 mod and they'll put it in under glass and it just creates like one little moment in a game. Okay. Yeah. So if you got the money to put in a $250 mod or a shooter rod or a topper or, or art blades or whatever, you have money to throw at this. And we didn't just have things that are only high end stuff. There's a lot of like shirts, hats, everything like that. I mean, please go. This is something that you can be a part of. Spooky donated like koozies and travel mugs and stuff like that. There's, there's some very accessible items in this auction. So absolutely, if you feel like you can't buy any of these items, there will be a donate button right on the website. So if you feel like just throwing five, 10 bucks, yeah, yeah five, 10 bucks, bucks, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Just make sure you have a PayPal account. Doesn't everyone have one of those? I know we've all bought through eBay at one point, right? Because you have to have a PayPal to buy right. through eBay. Okay. Do we have a so, Venmo set up? We do have a Venmo set up. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, because uh, I, I think most people have transitioned to Venmo. I know I have. Yeah. So, but, so that's awesome. The auction site itself uses PayPal and Stripe, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, but it will have Venmo and we'll have PayPal if you want to donate directly just to the organization. Five ten bucks. Just don't buy that app you were thinking about this month. Yeah, help one of these kids have a better future. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So, I'm excited and I am so tired. It it, it it has been exhausting. You really have put forth an amazing effort on this. And yeah, I just I've, I've tried my best. And maybe maybe it's because my kids involved. I mean, you always go the extra mile when it's your family, right? Uh, so. Well, sure, and it makes sense. <laughs> but to those, honestly. We don't see the money benefiting my family because my family has great insurance and our deductibles already been met. It was met in less than two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> With him going to these therapies. I mean, he he does 20 hours a week. And uh when, when you're doing 20 hours a week with these with these specialists, it adds up pretty quick. Yeah. No, it uh, absolutely. No, it's and, and a lot of times what happens is is people have a hard time getting over that in in, in the insurance industry, it's called the donut hole. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, this is why when people talk about, oh, I've met my deductible and they can just get whatever they want yeah. because they, they've already paid the maximum. But there's a lot of people like getting from zero to their deductible. That's a big deal. Even if the therapy costs $50,000 for the year and their deductibles, you know, anywhere from two to $5,000, well, they still have to pay two to $5,000. And there's a lot of family who they, they're not buying pinball machines. Because they're trying to pay for insurance. Like I said, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. We've been pushing this for almost six months now. We got some amazing guests. Just come even join the, the stream. It's via Facebook, via YouTube, via Twitch. This is all going to be on the Pinball Network. If you haven't added them on any of those socials, go ahead and do it. It's going to be great talking with Roger Sharp about his new movie. Talking to Josh Sharp about CGC and about the the state of the code going into Cactus Canyon. Keith Owen's going to be there. And what kind of nuggets we're going to get out of him about maybe the 60th anniversary, if we've seen anything by then. Yeah. And maybe maybe you just saw, see some funny stuff. We've, we've, I've heard some pretty interesting ideas of what, what the hosts are going to do with their guests. Yeah, it'll, it'll be awesome. It, it'll, I, I, uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about it. This is really the, this is what made me want to come to Expo this year. And it's it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. I don't know. Is there anything else on the on the list? Queen Queen was more revealed. I don't know if you've seen this video at all. Yeah, it's it kind of feels a little bit. It's it's a step up from what Spinal Tap was, but it's it feels like a mid '90s game as opposed to like a mid '80s game. I will and, I will give them this. It's not. I can't have it in my house. I'm sorry. I've got young kids. I can't have naked women. Hanging out, <laughs> yeah. On a I, how, 
are they are they full on naked? Uh, the girl riding the bike is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and she's on the DMD too. If you or not oh. the DMD, sorry, the LCD. When yeah. you, when you hit that shot, man, she's riding that bike. Yeah, well, full booty, baby. Yeah, that's. Yeah, th- there are some things that you know. It's just, but at the same time, there's Guns and Roses where you have the. You have some very suggestive pictures on Guns and Roses. I'll just you do, you do. Yeah. Well, and it's it's funny too. It's like we talk about Bond, right? I, I heard one person's like, I don't think this can come in my home. And this is a 60s vibe. And you got women in bikinis and stuff like that. And it's like. It's pretty tame. I, I'm sorry. It, it, Bond, it could have been a lot worse. It could they, have been. It could have been a lot worse. And and I think they kept it. They kept it campy and period specific. And so yeah. I, I think they're going to get a pass on this. Yeah. I think uh, Queen does look fun to play. I do want to shoot this game. It's something that I am looking forward to. Hopefully it will be at Expo. If not, then it is what it is. But yeah. overall, it's interesting game from an interesting company. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, okay. I think we'll get one more episode out before Expo. Yeah, at probably we'll like to... an Expo pre- preview, what we're planning yeah. on doing. Uh, Maybe able to to get a guest on to talk about that, but... We'll uh, we'll see if that works better to have us talk or to get someone. Definitely. If you want to get a hold of us, we are Loser Kid Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. On the socials, we are at Loser Kid Pinball. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. I did stream last week with George Fisher. If you want to go and check that out and all the fun we had on Godzilla and the lock shots we're uh weirding out on Godzilla on top of the skyscraper. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Other than that, uh, if you do need to get a hold of us, we're also posting stuff on Pinside as well. Don't be afraid to follow us, uh, us on there if you want to keep up to date and whatnot. Um, yeah. And it, oh, I want to do a quick shout out, a couple quick shouts. Okay. Pinball Party. This is a new podcast on TPN. I feel Nate Shiver vibes from this guy. Jason's doing a great Ooh. job. Okay. That's, very professional. That's high, that's high praise. Yes. Very professional, very uh, bubbly and enjoyable. I was, I, I've enjoyed those so far. Um, Amanda Hamilton, I hope you're doing okay. She's been trying to keep us updated over this last little bit. If you haven't talked to her or heard what's going on, Flora's been hit by a hurricane and they're just trying to keep the lights on. Th- thankfully, so. she, uh, I was actually checking on her because my son kept asking, do we know people in Florida? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I know Amanda and Mike. And he's like, can you message them and see if they're okay? Yeah. So it was really cute. She sent back a message. Ken Cromwell has officially announced that they're bringing back special when lit. Boom. So that is going to be awesome to hear. Uh, miss those guys, man. I still talk to Ken yeah, uh, we, here we and there. Yeah, we talk to Ken regularly. So good good to see you're coming back with that. And I guess he said there's no conflict with the JJP stuff. So it's going to be cool to see what we hear from them. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Once again, if you're looking for that new pinball machine, hit up Flipping Out Pinball. Good if stuff. You- if you're going to be at Expo, definitely check us out at the fundraiser or just message us. We'd love to meet people. What I, what should people bring to Zach at Expo? If you're coming, because he's just going to be after surgery, mm. we should we should tell someone to, we should tell him to bring something. Can we just get, for uh, wait, one of those skeleton shirts that has a spine on it. Like, isn't there a Spinal Tap shirt that has a spine on it? Maybe, Maybe. we should get him that. No, no. Ready for this? Yeah. If you're coming to Expo, buy a tube of Bengay. And give it to Zach. I want to see how many tubes of Ben Gay we can get to Zach while that, we're at Expo. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> or Biofreeze, you know, the, the newer stuff. But seriously, as many tubes of Ben Gay as we can get to Zach at Expo, let's do it. Yeah. That <laughs> All would right, be send awesome. us off, Scott. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see you guys. Well, we'll definitely talk to you before Expo. But if not, definitely reach out. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Again, big thanks. I, I still am blown away that people spend time listening to us because we're when we record, it's basically like us having a conversation about pinball with each other that we used to have anyway. And so, well, well, oh, go ahead, keep going. Sorry. Oh no, I was just saying it's I I'm I'm appreciative that people are willing to be the silent third chair in our discussion. I agree. And we appreciate those that reach out and talk to us. Uh, it blows my mind that every year I, I just feel like there's no way we're going to exceed the expectations of the year before. And, you know, we joked when we had Zach on last year that we're going to be 100K by Christmas. 
Yeah. And we kind of use his fish bait though, right? Because of the, the rate of pinball increases. Right. Uh, we might come to double by this Christmas. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. The the listenership has just exploded over this last year. And uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you for those that have uh, tuned in and listened to our stuff. Yeah, appreciate it. So. Okay, see you guys soon. See, see you at Expo.